to celebrate our third anniversary, we're releasing one of our full-length bonus episodes from Patreon. Every month on Patreon, we deliver a deep dive into some of the biggest and most action-packed stories in the history of Marvel Comics. Epic events that are just too big to make it onto the screen. In this episode, we're exploring the time that Wolverine became an agent of Hydra and tried to kill every hero in the Marvel Universe. Check us out on patreon.com slash marvel versus marvel. is hydra's plan with all of this then is it just causing general chaos with wolverine and maybe getting some information is there any grand plan we see the next thing we see is nick fury giving a speech to a a, a council of different like mm. security bodies personnel and things um spe- explaining that hydra and the hand have been targeting superhumans to kill them and reanimate them like they did Wolverine mm. as obedient assassins to essentially build an army for Hydra. This this council kind of officially now brings Electra onto the payroll. No more freelancing. We good lord we need you. Um uh, as the the hand expert and the expert in resurrection of the hand. Um and their next kind of move is like this is full on red alert Mm. We need to contact all the powerful superhumans, make them aware of the situation, make sure they're on high alert, send our agents, lock the superhumans down. Because it's not just that they're at risk of something happening to them, it's now we're at risk of them being turned into a weapon against us. Mm. No matter who it is, that hand mystical reanimation programming will create an army of wolverines what if you know you've got people that have got all those different powers that can come out as if all the x-men turn we're screwed um yeah and we see that the the fear ripple through because we go to the to the the xavier's mansion Mm. and we see all the like the, the the school kids at the school, the mutants have been gathered into the danger room or wherever that's safest, and they're all sleeping in sleeping bags. And Kitty Pride is like, saying, look, the security grid is up. Don't trip the alarm. Don't mm. get out of bed. And they're like, what if we need to go pee, Mrs. <laughs> Kitty Pride? Because like, that's why we've got bedpans. I know it's gross, but yeah. no one can go anywhere. And then, of course, she, with her phasing power, just steps through the security grid and through the walls and everything. She's kind of like the most at ease about, you know, because uh, she can be essentially a ghost whenever she wants. Mm. And she's sh- like all the X-Men. This is how, this is a subtle little thing. All the X-Men are doubling up in their, in their rooms. Even the X-Men aren't sleeping alone because Wolverine's out there. Yeah. Wolverine, Wolverine's coming to get them. You sleep alone, Wolverine could get you. Right? It's like the boogeyman. And yeah, it's about so, to say like the boogeyman, yeah. 
even the X Men are doubling up in in this uh, in this moment because they're on high alert. And then we see the Baxter Building. Um, at that moment, um, at the Baxter Building, like all the regular civilians that live and work in the Baxter Building are being mm. evacuated. The Baxter Building, of course, is in case that sorry, the Baxter Building is the home of the Fantastic Four. Of course. Yeah, I say of course, but some people might not know that. No, no, um, no. I, I like sounding like I know uh, stuff <laughs> I shouldn't know. <laughs> Where did they go when they didn't have the Baxter Building? Uh, it's a place called Four Freedoms Plaza. That sounds like um, a shopping mall. It had the big a big four on the roof of the building, oh. and but it was not built for the Fantastic Four. <laughs> they, had, they had this whole no. It, so, uh, what it building was, in New York it coincides with our branding already? Yeah, it, it was. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt gave a speech when Teddy Roosevelt gave a speech to get the to try and ally all the powers of the world against the Nazis. Mm. He spoke of the four freedoms we will obtain by facing down this threat. Mm. And the idea, the backstory, the weird Marvel backstory is someone built this building based on the ideals of the four freedoms. So it's the four freedoms plaza. That's why it's got a giant four on it. And now, oh, here come the Fantastic Four. Sorry, you don't need to know any of that. It's just, there's a little bit of architectural Marvel history, I know. Oh, um, you said architecture. I'm, I'm excited now. Jumescent. <laughs> so... The, once once all the civilians are gone and all the Fantastic Four members are secure inside the building, mm. Ben Grimm activates this highly sophisticated Reed Richards built force field over the building and declares, like, we don't have to worry now because nothing can get past his shield. Mm. Um, but as he does that, we see that Wolverine was already in the building and he's hiding, hiding in the air vents waiting to strike. Ooh. Now... So, yeah. I've got a question for you now, Will. <laughs> okay. We're about to get our first big superhuman smackdown of 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 the show. I was I think you're about to ask me what I was just about to ask you, so yeah. Well, I'm going to ask you because uh. <laughs> I know, because I read it. How do you think Wolverine will fare against all of the Fantastic 4? Difficult to say. Really difficult mm. to say because we have Wolverine who is uh, if I had to concisely sum up Wolverine, I'd just go, ah, he's badass. You know, he, he he could take on anyone. But the Fantastic Four are amazing at teamwork and have powers that I consider to be stronger than his. Very so, specific set of powers, yeah. Very specific set of powers, and they have a good sense of teamwork and organisation. So my money's on the four. Who do you think is the like biggest threat to Wolverine out of the, the four? Power wise, okay. Shall I, I'll go through them. Okay, yeah. You have Mister Fantastic. He's stretchy. I don't know if uh, Wolverine can cut through stretchiness like Taffy. I don't know. Uh, I so that's a question mark. Mm. You have uh, uh, Human Torch, who can turn himself hot on boy, f- very very hot boy, for, he, he, hot boy, stretchy boy and hot boy, hot boy. He could maybe burn Wolverine down, not the best thing, but it could work. It could really just char him. Then you got yeah. you got uh you got Susan Storm. She can uh sorry, clear girl. Clear girl. Um she can she could use force fields. She can hide from him. I reckon she could do that to advantage even though Wolverine does have his feral sense. Mm. Which could, yeah, which true. could, could yeah. be interesting. And then you have of course Ben Grimm who 
is a clobbering man. Big old clobberer. He's <laughs> a, a big old clobberer. I can't see Wolverine <laughs> winning against Ben Grimm alone. And I reckon the others can really put put the heat on. Put, put the stretch. Get, put it. Put up. Put, you know, stretch it out. At a, at a stretch. Have a stretch. Can... Maybe see through clearly. I don't know. There's too many. You got crap stretchy puns. boy, hot boy, rock boy, and gone girl. That's gone uh, what girl. What a fantastic <laughs> nickname for Susan Susan Richards. So here we go. Uh, Reed discovers that the Baxter building has been like breached, and and also it's been hacked as well. Someone is hacking into mm. the Baxter building's security uh, systems. He announces Wolverine's location, and the Human Torch immediately, full on flame powers, bursts through, grabs Wolverine's wrists, and starts searing the flesh and the nerves away. Fantastic! Which prevents him. From popping his claws. There we go. Tactics. That's what I thought would happen. However, yep. during this, Logan somehow overrides the building's security protocols, spraying Johnny in the room with um, fire extinguishers that put out his flame, no. which allows him to kind of start to heal his, his wounds. Mm. This is when we learn that Wolverine has full technical backup and support from Hydra High Command. We see their support kind of staff, and they are linked to him. So when he was resurrected by the Hand, Hydra implanted a number of, like, cybernetic add-ons and items in his body that mm-hmm. allow them to, like, communicate with him all the time and also allow them to essentially help him hack all manner of tech support, including hacking into security systems. The thing then, yeah, the thing then gets on the scene and um, starts battering Wolverine. Gets in some good shots, but Wolverine's claws slash through the rocky exterior and no. actually cut Ben quite deep. Oh, um, no. uh, Reed then tricks Wolverine into walking into a section of the building that is actually not a room. It's Reed's body stretched super thin to look like four walls on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and he rubber rubber like basically consumes Wolverine in a ball of stretchy Mr. Fantastic body. Amazing. And he's in a very professorial kind of professor dad way. It's like, now calm down now, Mr. Wolverine. Uh, you, you can't actually do any harm to me The fight seems to be over Because Reed is saying You can't hurt me So long as my body stretches To accommodate your slashing every time Yeah, You can't cut me And it feels like that's going to be the end of the fight They're going to then call the X-Men Get some psychics in here And try to undo some of this stuff Which is when Hydra Teleport Wolverine Away from the fight. Oh, that's cheating. They have this teleportation system, and they're like, okay, we used it to get you into the building, mm. so we know how we broke in, and we can only do like one big teleport, and then it mm. drains the system. So we can't teleport you further than like six feet at a time now, and you only get a limited number of them. And Wolverine's like, six feet is all I need to get out of this. So he teleports out of being contained and reappears in the same room. You know, six feet away, and he is now right in front of the invisible woman. Ooh. And Logan reveals the Fantastic Four member he's most worried about is Sue Storm. She 
immediately turns his eyeballs invisible. No! Blinding him, because now light <laughs> is just passing through his eyes yeah. oh, and not sending any signals anywhere. That must look horrible. Yes. <laughs> um, he's not that concerned because he's got his, his super sense. Of course, yeah. He, but then he starts to suffocate. And Sue Storm says, Hi, I just opened two invisible force fields inside your lungs. Oh, that's badass. I can uh, expand them as much as I want. Mm. And if you think that that I'm not ruthless enough to do that, you broke into my home to come after me and my children and my family. I will happily kill you. (laughs) And Wolverine... Yep. I was about to say, this is the most badass... I've ever seen Sue Storm ever be. She has flashes like this from time to time. Yeah, I like she once it. you know took out the Hulk by just putting a force field around his head, and he passed out because he stopped breathing. Mm. Um, and she can, uh, she has in the past opened these little force fields inside people's brains as well to um, cause aneurysms and stuff. Oh wow! She could she could expand one inside your body and blow you up if she wanted to. That's but the amazing. Fantastic Four aren't violent people, unless Mark Miller's here. Um, <laughs> so again, Wolverine, oxygen flow got like again. How do you? How do you? Again and again in this story, what is very good is that Mark Miller attacks this issue of oh, Wolverine's unstoppable, adamantium bones and healing factor. There's lots of different ways throughout this story where people are able to beat him, which makes him you know. Uh, more of an underdog and you can believe mm. in the fight a bit more and there's more drama and the stakes are good um, so it, again it looks like the fight is over uh, but at this time a Hydra agent driving a flying like vehicle crashes through the Baxter building um, saves Wolverine who grabs onto it and they crash out of the building, Wolverine took the defences down, the first thing he did mm. And so they rescue Wolverine, and he's flying out of the building. He's like, "Well, he hasn't killed any of us, which he was he, what he was there to do." And the Human Torch flies after him in hot, in hot pursuit. Well, 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 in in well, in hot pursuit. The Human Torch in hot pursuit. Rob, it's not Gorgonzola. Don't even try it. <laughs> in the shadow of that joke for the rest of the show, <laughs> it's a monolith, <laughs> and he. He grabs Wolverine, mm. um, and Wolverine starts to slash and slash away at Johnny Storm, like basically manipulating Storm into going full, getting into really not full Nova, but shooting his his heat and his temperature up right to an mm. insane level to try and burn. And Wolverine is like, "I am melting." His flesh is burning away. He's like, "I can't hold on for much longer." The pain is incredible, but he's forcing Johnny to get hotter and hotter. Mm. And then he stabs him in a certain place, twists his body, and brings them down onto a petrol station, a gas station, which blows up, explodes, destroys buildings, kills civilians. Um, Huge explosion in in downtown Manhattan. Um, Destroys an awful lot of property and families and innocent bystanders. Causes this absolute commotion um and then as all the uh, as all the different authorities arrive um 
the uh the, they're like they're consoling like Sue Storm and they're like he's Johnny Storm's really struggling, he's burnt really, really badly. We've never and they're like, What do you mean? Johnny Storm doesn't get burned by burns, that's not how it works. And he went, He's in that ambulance over there and then, and then of course the guy in the bandages pops his claws, starts slashing away at people and <laughs> escapes in the ambulance. <laughs> um and Johnny Storm walks out of the blaze later on going, what happened? I was asleep. Um, very kind of Hannibal Lecter in... Uh, I was just about to say that. Oh, sorry. Ten, I didn't say that, folks. I didn't say that. And then Wolverine commandeers, after pretending to be uh, another person, he gets the bandages off and commandeers the ambulance and he drives away. Just like that bit in Silence of the Lambs. Very astute observation, will you? Well done. I have to say, when I first saw Silence of the Lambs and that bit happened, I knew exactly what was coming and I cackled with glee at that scene. It's a very that's cr- one of that's one that is that whole escape sequence mm. for me is what really elevates that movie into almost like awesome blockbuster movie territory. There, it's so good and fun. There's a second bit. Sorry, just quick another one about Silence of the Lambs. There's a second similar bit that gets me every time where they're just about to bust into Buffalo Bill's house. And you think the misdirect, the misdirection, the misdirect, so good, so good in that bit. Every time I see it on some other thing, because I see it mm. quite often, I always go, "Oop, Silence of the Lambs." <laughs> Every time I see it, "Oop, <laughs> Buffalo, Buffalo Bill's not in." <laughs> I love that film and the book so much. Um, okay, so huge, uh, massive, massive, massive explosion. Wolverine manages to escape. Um, mm. Back at Hydra headquarters. We see Baron von Strucker for the first time in this comic. Um, he talks about Logan's successful mission. Ooh. He talks about contacting AIM and the Hand, bringing in Hydra's mysterious financial backer, and planning an assault on the heart of America. Okay, so okay. that's well, the first time we see Strucker in this uh, in this in this story. Okay, so uh, who who is if he didn't kill anyone, how was his mission a success? Yeah. Yeah. Wolverine hacked Reed Richards' files and stole all of his research, all of his inventions, all of his ideas. Okay. Or a bunch of them. That makes sense. That makes sense. Hydra now has world-changing stuff. Were they counting on Wolverine to maybe kill them as a, maybe a little opt- optional mission? Yeah. <laughs> but... Hydra's Hydra's end plan is the destruction of everything, right? Yeah. And what they can get from Reed Richards. So the big thing that Reed's been working on and has perfect we see him perfect this mm. and he tells Tony Stark and I think Hank Pym that he's perfected it mm. is a terraforming device. Mm. To terraform a barren landscape it's used a, it's, it's talked about an awful lot in science fiction yeah yeah um a device uh search for spock uh search, not search search for spark, the one before that what's the one before search for spock um wrath of khan wrath of khan no no that's two number three is search for spock is number three is the search for spark. oh it is search for spark yes yes christopher lloyd as a klingon great movie <laughs> That's love that away. film. Love yeah. that film. That's what that should have been on the poster. <laughs> Star Trek Three. Christopher Lloyd plays a Klingon. Have my money. <laughs> uh, love that film. 
Yeah. yeah, so terraforming is like a sci-fi device where you can take like a barren, um, uh, empty, environmentless land, terraform it, which would introduce like moisture and heat and it would create plant life and it would create an atmosphere and it would make a barren world habitable. Mm. Um, Reed's perfected it and Tony is like, what's the first place you're going to? Where's the first place you're going to use it? Mars? The moon? And Reed's like, I'm thinking like the destitute areas of this world like oh you know places that are really struggling yeah 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 definitely get everyone out terraform it and then you know grow crops in in uh you know destitute places um now hydra are like cool we'll unleash this in city centers and it will kill everyone and start again um literally raising cities to the ground basically yeah yeah Yeah. which is very hydra Mm. um so nick fury and electra are sifting through so there's been so we start one issue Mm. with stark international has been attacked by hydra Mm -hmm. and wolverine and the issue starts with a shield agent grabbing nick fury and saying spider-man's dead oh no and no one reacts massively to it and it's like what what happened what happened what happened (laughs) and they kind of go through and and um uh, Electra and Fury are talking about what's gone on recently. It turns out it's not Spider-Man. Mm. Um, the S.H.I.E.L.D. agent just didn't recognise the mask and the costume. Mm. And it was a character called the Hornet. Ah, okay. Here's an explanation of who the Hornet is. In the 90s, there's a, after we've done the Clone Saga, mm. Marvel were like, yeah, that was terrible and everyone hated it, uh, as detailed in our Clone Saga episode. However... We need another big, massive event for Spider-Man. So there's this event where Spider-Man is accused of murder. And he becomes, Ah. like, wanted. I thought you were going to say, and he becomes (laughs) (laughs) Murder-Man. He becomes wanted. And Peter Parker's like, I can't keep going around as Spider-Man because everyone is after me and it's making the situation worse. So he creates five different superhero identities. Mm. Um... Five different costumes, five different names, using different aspects of his powers and not being very spidery every time. He builds scientific equipment and stuff. One is called the Hornet. One is called Dusk and is like a dark character. And I forget the others. But uh, it was called Identity Crisis and that was the crossover. And at the end of the crossover, Marvel were like... Not a crossover, it was just an event. Marvel were like... And then at the end, a whole five people... Once Spider-Man goes back to being Spider-Man, five people are going to take up each of these different identities and we're going to have five different heroes and they're going to be called the Slingers because Spider-Man's a web slinger. <laughs> oh, that but makes it didn't, sense. It didn't work very well and they were very disposable characters and the Hornet is one of them and he's been murdered. And uh, so they're talking it all through and, and Nick Fury is like, grabs this guy who said it was Spider-Man and he goes, for God's sake, this guy died trying to defend people and you can't even get his goddamn name right. It's a goddamn disgrace, you goddamn idiot. And Electra's like, yeah, it's an absolute disgrace. Takes a katana out and says, you might want to stand back, I'm going to cut his head off. (laughs) What are you doing? And she's like, "Uh, we don't want him to be resurrected as a weapon of mass destruction. Oh. And like, oh, like, yeah. So unless yeah. you want to do it, I'm gonna cut this guy's head off, and 
Poof. That reminds me uh, of the old res- remake of the first Resident Evil game where the zombies could come back as hor- horrific, terrifying zombies if you didn't dispose of the corpse properly. Ah. You'd have to decapitate it or set it on fire and they come back as these horrible running clawed zombies. So Does not the, sound pleasant. The, the logic, <laughs> logic's here. And and we, we learn around that that Electra is really here. Mm. Aside from, She's not just an expertise of the hand, but she's an expertise in in the death and the resurrection that the hand can do. Ah, uh, okay. So um, she's an amateur necromancer. No, but she went through it. Ah, uh, okay, so she's... Uh, she was killed and resurrected by the hand I was and turned to think into of their a slave. Really cool way of saying it, but I'm not cool you enough, Rob. You I'm not, failed! I'm not cool um, enough. <laughs> Electra reinforces the, the shield intelligence that they've uncovered that the Hydra's planets use the hand to kill superheroes and then make them all into essentially like Wolverines um, and uh, and that's her big deal in all of this. Meanwhile! 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 Oh, sorry! So, the reinforcement of that is that Powerful heroes have to be kept out of action and off the street and well-guarded. Mm. It does mean that criminals are able to kind of run rampant in America. Ugh. Ugh. Criminals running rampant. Ugh. It's not a sexual thing, Will. Uh, no, that wasn't... That, that was Why like, did you react oh, like that? Oh, sorry. That, yeah. that, that, that came <laughs> off weird. It's like... You <laughs> did. That's why I questioned it. It's like that bit in Die Hard with a Vengeance where Bruce Willis realises... All the cops are chasing the terrorists. Yeah. So you can... It's like Christmas, <laughs> that little kid. It's like, look around you, Bruce Willis. I stole a candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> that kid is the best actor in the history of Die Hard franchise. I love him. Um, but yeah, the idea is that, that everyone's distracted by this other thing. So there's mm. no one... Like, all the superheroes are under... All the powerful superheroes with powers mm. are under lock and key, basically. Mm. Um, meanwhile, Baron Von Strucker... His control over Hydra is really slipping from his grasp. This is we 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 learn that this Wolverine thing with the hand, this alliance with the hand and Wolverine, is like his last ditch attempt to stay in charge as the number one top McDaddy terrorist. Because an awful lot of like Hydra things have gone wrong recently, and people are losing confidence in him and trust in him, and it's starting to slip away. Um, we're introduced to a character we've never met before, who is apparently <laughs> really important and dangerous. Oh, what's what's that, Mark Miller? Introducing a really important, dangerous character out of bloody nowhere. Indeed, we meet <laughs> Elsbeth von Strucker. Oh. Okay, Elsbeth. Let me guess. She is just as bad as Baron von Strucker. <laughs> She's so much worse, dude. Of course like, she is, Mark Miller. Well, they, I mean, they, Rob. They, they try anyway. <laughs> um, she is Wolfgang's 175-year-old wife that we've never heard of before. Hey, let's not shame A- age differences in relationships here, guys. Um, I'm not 100% there's an age difference. Von Strucker... Oh, I don't know how old von Strucker is. Yeah, she might be older actually. Yeah, she might be older. He's like a hundred and he's like two hundred and ten, and it's inappropriate. <laughs> Elspeth El- is a devout Satanist and social nihilist. She <laughs> big laugh there. I think he's recognised the word from Big Lebowski. 
no, 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 of course I know. No, 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 no. It's, it's Satanist. It's just like Mark Miller. Oh, how do I? How do I make it? How do I make it worse? How do I make it? She worships Satan. Strictly speaking, I think all of Hydra worship a dark beast type of demon. Like I, yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> she helped Strucker fund the creation of Hydra. Oh. Unbeknownst to Shield, she's been funding Hydra. The entirety of Hydra's existence and her life in the shadows. Mm. <clears throat> we learn she's the fourth or third richest person in the world. She's a chess grandmaster. She has been the lover of four kings and three presidents. Oh, wow. um, and yeah, this secret financial backer. Um, she is currently vastly disappointed. It's, with it's, Wolfgang. It's good to see she's been having a lot of fun, though, in 175 years. You know, mm, indeed, playing yeah. chess and a bit of the old and, and playing chess and shagging. <laughs> um, chess, shagging, and racism. The, uh, the rise of Elsbeth von Strucker. The three um, main key points in life. Jeez. The three tenets of the new Nazi party. <laughs> so she's vastly disappointed with Wolfgang and the, and the failures of, of Hydra. Mm. And she finally emerges from the shadows after all this time to take a leadership role and to make sure that her vast vast fortunes that she's pumping into hydra are actually going to result in what she and everyone else at hydra dreams of the complete destruction of all civilization Mm. she immediately begins humiliating and belittling wolfgang in public in front of all the men Mm. um he we we actually get his in it. He's sat in this lavish apartment playing a piano, and he's like, and we see his thoughts. He goes, "She has not spoken to me all night. <laughs> she has barely even looked at me. Even when I talked about my success with a brainwashed Wolverine, she treated me coldly." And Elspeth engages in a very public sexual affair with Gorgon, <laughs> who has been up to this point struck as bodyguard. And you know the the head of the hand. That's that's that's, she, that's 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 weird. Going from one lover who's got like a mask glued to his face, and then to another who has to keep a blindfold on at all times. It's like some weird bondage, bondage hopscotch. Yeah. Okay. So Strucker doesn't wear a mask. Oh, okay. He's a dude with a monocle and a scar, bald I, head. Who am I? Th- oh, Baron Zemo. Baron Zemo, yeah, I think, Zemo, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. sorry, I, I got, you know what happened? I got my barons in a twist. You got your Nazis mixed up. I'm really sorry about that, people. Um, yeah, <laughs> so they both worked for Hitler, and then when that all fell apart, Zemo was like, I don't need anybody, and Strucker was like, I need lots of people, but they all must worship me, <laughs> and wear green and yellow. Um, yeah, yeah. So she... Like, is flirts with a wolf. Oh, and 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 sorry. Um, Gorgon doesn't have to wear a blindfold. He can wear cool glasses, cool shades, very special shades to prevent him from making eye contact with people. But it's enough to work. Basically, Cyclops. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like this, this Nazi party, and uh, Wolfgang's all in his feelings, and his ancient wife is is uh, starts going towards the stairs, and he's going, "Are you going to bed, Elizabeth?" Mm-hmm. And she says, "Yes, but not with you, with Corgan." Um, and it's all very emasculating yeah. and twisted and weird. If there's twisted, weird, 
emasculation. Well, if it's twisted weird sexuality, it's a Mark Miller story. Oh, He'll put it in wherever he can. Another bad pun. At this point, you might as well call him Baron von Kucker. Very good. Like that a lot. <laughs> you did not enough to laugh, but I was thinking. No, no, of course not. It wasn't funny, but you know. Oh come on, that was great. It was a thing. It had the pattern of a joke, and yeah, the, um, the words were in so place. Will, but it had we then no we then see we then see Captain America and the Falcon being all that's left of the Avengers, like mm. out, out on the field fighting small time muggers because there's no one else to do it. Um, all the super powered Avengers, like we said, are under house arrest. Um, and that's like the big focus of this book. You keep seeing mm. all this particular issue. You keep seeing all the superheroes under lock and the powerful ones being protected and guarded by shield agents. And then as they've done that, we go to a anonymous looking apartment, Wolverine mm. and a band of hand ninjas break into the apartment. Mm. Wolverine gets right up close to the person whose apartment is, puts his claws under their chin. It's Matt Murdock. completely unprotected because he has no powers Um, and Wolverine is like I knew Fury and the others would overlook people like Murdoch so so Hydra want Daredevil I thought he'd be a bit too low key low low stakes low whatever he is the best fighter the hand have ever faced and they know it ah there we go they they want Matt Murdoch because he would make the ultimate ninja he's already essentially a ninja but he would be the perfect soldier in this war. Um, and his powers are either unknown or unexplored or overlooked by everyone in Marvel, except for the Hand, who are like, no, we need this guy. He <laughs> kicks our ass all the time. Um, and it's this it's settling old scores, and it's who are the Hand's two biggest arch enemies Wolverine and Daredevil mm. they started with as we discovered in our Wolverine episode they started in Daredevil and they made their next appearance later that year or the next year in uh, in that Wolverine miniseries courtesy of Frank Miller Chris Claremont so it's yeah that's what we're going to do so Wolverine Daredevil suddenly wakes up in the middle of the night and he's not been able to sense anyone sneaking in and he's got a teleportation will do that and now he's got to fight Wolverine and the hand um and meanwhile, we see Electra on the building opposite with a high-powered rifle. And she is like, good, Wolverine took my bait. I locked down all the powerful heroes. That's what I advised Fury to do. And I knew exactly what the Hand's next move would be. It would be to come here to get uh, Matt Murdock. And I'm now going to blow Wolverine's brains out. I'm going to shoot him through the eye. <laughs> I'm that good. I'm going to shoot a bullet through Wolverine's <laughs> eye, and the bullet is going to bounce around in his adamantium skull, and it's going to obliterate his brain. Ooh. That's what I'm going to do. Um, but before she can do that, Gorgon appears, slashes the, um, the, 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 the rifle, and we actually find out that Electra's plan, Wolverine knew all along... And um, the, it's been set up. It's a double, triple bluff to draw Electra out because Gorgon and the Hand want Electra as well as Matt Murdock. There is a fun bit. Oh yeah, 
where Wolverine describes how he knows this would happen. Mm. Like he, Wolverine is like he's got some very dark, like it's like all his base emotions have come out during all of this. Yeah, and he's like he hates Matt Murdock's apartment. It's mm. weird, and he talks. <laughs> he talks about how Matt Murdock is the biggest himbo in in the in the superhero <laughs> community, and he's like, I don't get it. What are women saying him? What are women seeing him? He's not that tough. He's not that like good looking. He doesn't yeah. have that much money. How is he tripping over what I haven't had any of in years? <laughs> um, that's kind of fun. But he says, like, like he says, Murdoch got over Electra years ago and mm. moved on to the Black Widow, and then this one, and then that one. He says, but Electra only ever had one love in her life, and it was Murdoch. So I knew she'd come, and so that's how it's ah, all been set go. up. Yeah, Gorgon stabs Electra takes her down and we see that we see that kind of issue ends with um electra on the ceremonial altar of the hand Mm. in the brainwashing resurrection ritual so electra off the table in terms of that chess piece with with shield focused the shield have ascertained that the end game is to have Wolverine assassinate the president. Ah, okay. So S.H.I.E.L.D. focus almost fully now on the White House and the top superhuman targets. Mm. And they're like, they cannot get into the White House. That's not happening. He's locked down. No one can touch the president. Wolverine, meanwhile, has broken into the Xavier Institute. Oh, no. And he's gone straight for Rachel Summers. We don't have time to explain who Rachel Summers is right now. Mm. She is a very powerful psychic. He drags Rachel Summers with claws popped. He's set a bomb. He set the Terrigen, the the terraforming um, device oh. as a bomb in the middle of the mansion. Oh God! And it's on a timer. And he says to her, even I'm not smart enough to defuse this. Not even I. Not even, even I. He says, but neither one of us is smart enough to defuse this. Mm. I could leave you alone with this. You couldn't turn it off. You don't know how it works. <laughs> no one does. It's Reed Richards' device. It's impossibly complicated. It's on a timer. It's going to go off. It's going to destroy and kill everybody in Westchester and terraform the whole, you know, borough. Part of, yeah. Maybe even the seaboard. Ooh. Up to you. Come with me and do exactly what I say and help me kill someone or everybody dies. And so he drags her down the corridor and he's like, you're going to save all these kids' lives. He goes, takes it into, it, it's not, it is, it's the Cerebro room, hmm. but at this stage it's Cerebra. It was destroyed and rebuilt. Anyway, and he tells her to put the helmet on and then use her powers to reach out through Cerebro and kill the president psychically. So he doesn't even have to set foot in Washington to kill the president. Almost similar to what happened in X-Men 2, although yes, more absolutely. on a grander scale. Yeah. Now, hmm. this is this is how... When he's now in the belly of the beast. Big he's old beastly belly. Of, he's surrounded now at some point by the, the biggest collection of superheroes... Um, how do you think Wolverine will fare against the X-Men? Well, 
are they they're not still locked in their rooms are they or is it a case of they unlock them and unleash they can just turn the security once he's in and they know he's in they can just turn the yeah, security yeah, off yeah. right we we've got we we're saying all the x-men are here roughly speaking yeah colossus is dead but okay um I won't. I won't, got... I won't spend too long on prep work on this. <laughs> I, 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 uh, who, who, who are the big hitters that are currently in the mansion? Cyclops, good. The White Queen, Emma Frost, um, mm-hmm. Kitty Pride. Mm-hmm. There's a, a character called North Star, um, who is a Canadian and goes back with Wol- like Wolverine was on Alpha Flight with this guy before he joined the X Men. This guy is. Super, super, super fast and very, very strong okay. and can fly. Um, and there's um, Rachel Rachel Summers who has um, psychic and telekinetic abilities. Um, okay. I think that's... I think Storm's knocking around as well. But So, yeah. Rachel Summers is a powerful psychic. Yes. Which makes me wonder... <clears throat> okay, she is she currently held hostage by, by Wolverine at this point? Yeah, I should explain as well. The yeah. Hand have placed powerful supernatural mystic barriers over Wolverine. Psychics cannot detect him, and they cannot get into his brain. Oh, this is annoying. This is really annoying. <laughs> because I, I'm going to say, what's going to happen is I'm going to say, oh, the X-Men will win. And then they say, ha-ha, Mark Miller drags something out of nowhere. But just, yeah, he, obviously that's going to happen, yeah. But it just in general, how do you think Wolverine would fare Against, you know, a whole bunch of mutants. I think Wolverine would lose, but he'd take an awful lot of them down with him. Yeah? Yeah, mm. that's how I, I can imagine see that it happening. going. Yeah. Wolverine's plan backfires. We okay. it, look, He knows that Rachel Summers is definitely using her abilities, mm. but the president, Hydra, keeps telling him, president's still alive, president's still alive, president hasn't died. And he's like, you've only got, You've not. You've only got seconds left. That device is going to go off, and then Rachel reveals, "Oh, I telekinetically um, took the device apart and deactivated it." Mm. And he's like, "Ha! That's not possible. You're not smart enough to do that." She goes, "You put me into Cerebro. I just read Reed Richards' mind and oh, learned how to do it." That is clever. That yeah. is, that, that's clever, Mark Miller. Well done. <laughs> then there's a big fight, big explosion. She alerts to me, my X Men, and all the X Men come running. There's um, pitch fights, and like Wolverine's kind of like, oh, I'm surrounded now by lots of powerful people um, in the mansion. Hmm. Um, he starts digging and fighting, and uh, um, he go he goes dark. They can't find him. Um, and Rachel Summers has this clever thing where and, and and the White Queen they're like oh we can't read his mind we're reading negatives we're reading reactions of other people around him a kid heard something here a kid saw something there he's not in any of these rooms he has to be here right mm. that's how they're locating him locating through negative reading negative rather than positive and he's in the garage which is not where they keep bikes and cars it's the hangar Oh. Wolverine steals the blackbird and flies it <laughs> up through the mansion oh. out out the out the the roof, but it, it's wrecked badly by doing that, and it crash lands in the woods just outside of the mansion. So the X Men all get up and head into the to the woods to let's go hunt Wolverine. Um, 
And they call back up from the Avengers. We've got him, we've got him, but we need help taking him down. Um, and during this kind of dark, pitch black night excursion into the woods, Wolverine leaps out on Kitty Pride. Now, Kitty Pride and Wolverine in the 1980s had a deeply strong connection. Mm. It was like big brother, little sister. Um, it was, it, you know, growing up in the 90s, you see that with Jubilee. Yeah, but Kitty Pride was the you know first introduced in the seventies, and that's the basis of their relationship. He teaches her a lot, he trains her a lot, a lot of care and affection. He leaps out of the woods at her with both claws extended to stab her to death. On instinct, Kitty Pride goes intangible, so Wolverine passes straight through her. But right behind her, she was with Northstar. Okay. Wolverine, boom, both claws. Into North Star's chest and heart, killing him dead on the spot. Ooh. This is—he's known North Star longer than any of the X Men. They go all the way back to his Canadian Secret mm. Service days. They were in this Alpha Flight team together. He is an old, old friend or colleague or whatever. So that's a big, yeah, that's a big moment that kind of happens. He's Cyclops. Let's loose with almost the full power of his optics blast, which just ruins Wolverine. <laughs> he's able to use the teleportation device, but he's not got enough left. Mm. But he teleports a little bit away, a little bit away. He ends up in a uh, a river, like like a stream, a brook, mm. and he he actively says, "I can't ever remember being this badly hurt before." Like Cyclops really, really nearly destroyed me, which leaves him prone to being snuck up on by Captain America, who punches him with the shield over his fist, punches Wolverine's head into the stream, and that, that on top of the Cyclops blast, that is Wolverine knocked out, done, downed. All the X-Men and the Avengers are now there. The X-Men mourn North Star, but Wolverine is taken into custody. He's finally been stopped. Mm. Um, and Nick Fury is planning what to do next with this killer, this assassin guy, brainwashed guy. Um, we flash to Hydra High Command, where Baron Strucker, after his failure, is down on his knees submitting himself to Hydra. He removes his wedding ring and hands it to Gorgon. Like, Ooh. there's nothing more completely emasculation you've been completely replaced i'm literally taking off the wedding ring and handing it to the man who's now banging my wife <laughs> and he <laughs> surrenders himself to a ritual killing he is murdered by hydra um and as a result with elsbeth's blessing gorgon now ascends and becomes the new supreme hydra um having hydra the hand and the dawn of the white light under his under his command um and they reveal that yes it's bad wolverine is dead but we do have a replacement and we see a brainwashed electra um with black eyes and instead of a red outfit mm. a black hand outfit um and uh, that is their uh, their their next their next step. Wolverine is slowly being deprogrammed by Shield, mm. 
but it takes it's taken a while. Yeah, it's taken a while. Yeah. We actually see him break out and murder people, and then it's revealed no, that's a psychic uh, simulation they're running in his brain. Ah, uh, that's interesting. Running it millions and millions of times. So he yeah. breaks out and he murders a whole bunch of people, and there's one woman left, and he's about to kill her, and then he goes, "Nope, something not right with you. There's something not right with you. I can't kill you." And someone says, "Why can't you kill a Wolverine?" And he goes, "She's pregnant. She's I can't kill her. She's pregnant." And then they go, "Ah, you have made a slight bit of progress." <laughs> and he's like, "What's happening?" And it all fades away. And he says, yeah. "We've done this scenario two million times already. Yeah. This is the first time you didn't kill a pregnant lady. Cool." <laughs> and they just keep running this program again and again. Um, the X Men are called in. They cannot claim North Star's body mm. because it has to be destroyed. Because they have to prevent Han from grabbing it. Hmm. Um, and as they say that, Hydra teleports into the S.H.I.E.L.D. facility. Um, Electra kicks the X-Men's ass very briefly, grabs North Star, and teleports out. So now they have another superpowered. Um, Bloody hell. We, we learn that after the loss of Wolverine, Hydra swept ta- switched tactics and went, you know what? The superhuman community has got too much support mm. and structure to it. We're after supervillains now who have zero support networks and they target superpowered villains. Okay, that and makes they sense. They have killed and resurrected dozens and dozens and dozens of them. They are building an army of superpowered people now with Electra and Northstar kind of at the helm. Um, before Wolverine can be fully deprogrammed, the shield heli carry that he's on is attacked by Electra, Northstar, and this army of superpowered, brainwashed Hydra agents with flying jetpacks. Um, <laughs> Wolverine gets loose during the attack and starts going berserk and stabbing the people in front of him. They happen to be supervillains, but it's unclear whether he is cured or just gone nuts. Um, during the stab fest, he kills Slide. Oh, you mean from Spider-Man? Yeah. Sl- One of our obscure Marvel episodes, the slippery bitch himself. <laughs> Slide he just stabs happens Slide. to be there. Bloody hell. Well, he's not happens to be there. He's been killed and resurrected and brainwashed. Yeah, but who'd want to kill and resurrect that guy? I know, yeah, because he's got, he's got that slippery suit. Hey, we could use that. So, is Wolverine still under Hydra control at this point, or is he on his own means what what you know we have to it, 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 it's like it they tease it out a little bit mm. but the hydra guys blow up the heli carrier and it crashes and burns and loads of people die and through all of that sort of stuff and who's been fighting wolverine shows enough compassion that fury and the doctor are like he's not hydra but he'll never be the same ever again <laughs> like <laughs> He's not brainwashed anymore, but also he he went through a lot. He murdered one of his oldest friends. He murdered a ner- he murdered hundreds and hundreds of innocent people. And yeah. it's yeah. Um, as soon as Wolverine kind of is out of the wreckage of that heli carrier, he calls Ichiro Yoshida in Japan in Tokyo to tell him that his son was murdered as part of this plan against Wolverine the family are devastated and they make Wolverine promise to do two things the first is to find their son's body and to bring it home 
but also they make him vow to make their son's killers pay like no one in history has ever paid before. And Wolverine asks for this running total, how many people in the hand, how many people in Hydra, how many people in the Dawn of the White Light. And it is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. And and Wolverine says, okay, I am going to kill every single one of them. I'm going to kill the Struckers. I'm going to kill all of the Hand. I'm going to kill everyone in Hydra. And I am going to murder the Gorgon. So Wolverine is now an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, that's they, they, the, the second half of the series. The se- so the first uh, Enemy of the State, it's called, mm. is six issues long. And the next six issues are called Wolverine, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Although, he basically just runs away from S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, he's got S.H.I.E.L.D. approval, and he's doing what S.H.I.E.L.D. want him to do. But he does everything on his own, and he doesn't call for backup. Um, he first goes after the Dawn of the White Lights, who are... All mutants, all superpowered mutants and terrorists. Mm. Um, and he tracks him down on his own uh, to a bar. And Northstar is with them. And there's a bit of a, a, a back and forth. Wolverine's kind of like, you know, I am, I do regret what I did. I'm, you know, I didn't want that to happen to you. And he's mm. like, you get a pass. I'm going to try and help you. Everyone else dies. That's the best I can do. And Northstar. There's this interesting moment, this interesting bit where we didn't get this when Wolverine was being brainwashed, but mm. Mark Miller writes a little bit here quite nicely about Hydra. And there have been some of the writers, Brian Michael Bendis, when he was writing Viper, Madam Hydra, and stuff, smart writers will kind of write about Hydra to elevate it from just being bad fascists to this thing of now the world's. The world's we're wrong. The world's crying out for something else. Mm. There's something in this with Northstar where Wolverine says, "This isn't you. This is the brainwashing." And Northstar says, "How is everything Xavier did to us not brainwashing?" Oh, the guy with psychic powers, the guy who conditions you to do this, who conditions you to do that. Like he said, when you went to the X Men, you were a killer. And then they made you something else. How is that not brainwashing? How is this what we are now, not our natural states? The people we were before Xavier got into our heads and before all this other stuff got into our heads. He said, I'm, I feel better than I've ever felt in my life. And Northstar says, I used to have to take pills every night just to get up in the morning and go to this job that Xavier gave me. I hated my life. And who knows, like, there's just a nice little twist around there. It's not a long conversation. It takes place in a bar. Um, but it was, it's, it's a nice little mm. thinking a bit deeper about it, a bit, yeah. a bit more about it. Wolverine is vastly outnumbered. All of the Dawn of the White, uh, the Dawn of the White something or the, whatever they're called, the Dawn of the White Light, all of mm. them are there. And they just kick Wolverine's ass. They beat the crap out of him. And they lock him up, chain him up, restraints. They've taken him somewhere. He doesn't know where he is. He cannot get out of these restraints. And they say, everything you just did is for nothing. We're just going to kill you, give you 
hand you over to the hand, they're going to resurrect you, going to brainwash you again, you're going to be sent right back out to kill your friends all over again, and every time, you just, you can't get away from us, we're just going to keep doing this to you. And then one of them who's got, like, tech-based power is like, oh, hold on, he's got something in his neck, he's got a microchip in his neck, and they're like, ah, and like, yeah, it's a homing beacon, we thought, it doesn't matter, like... Bring your little team on. We'll kick their asses. We'll just move on. We'll just do whatever. And the tech guy goes, nope, it's not It's not just a homing beacon. No, what is it? He goes, it's, this is weird, it's hiding his mutant gene. Oh. Like, why would Wolverine want to hide his mutant gene? Which is when Wolverine calls in an airstrike from the fucking Sentinels. <laughs> These giant mutant-killing genocide machines, three of them, crash down into whatever they are and just start raining down hellfire and death to every mutant in the vicinity, except for Wolverine, who reads as a a human. And he's like, oh, yeah, I had them do this to me at S.H.I.E.L.D. before I left. (laughs) Amazing. And uh, they just obliterate obliterate all the Dawn of the White star, or whatever they're freaking called, Dawn of the White Light, kill them all, Wolverine's stabbing them, the Sentinels are just opening their palms and destroying them. North Star is taken into custody. He's like, I, I keep my promise, you, 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 don't get, you don't die, we're going to unbrainwash you like we did me. And then Wolverine um, has killed the allegedly the most badass group of mutant terrorists on the planet, and then he takes one of the Sentinels with him and goes, Sentinel number two, I need a ride. Um, and then off they go to the Hands headquarters. Okay, so Wolverine is now working with the Sentinels. Correct! Bloody hell. <laughs> well, they're working, you know, he's using them like, he's using them like an F1 fighter, you know, fighter jet. Uh, it's No, no, no. He's using them like a fighter jet. You said F one. Um, I was like, no. <laughs> what do I mean? Is it F fourteen? F? I mean, you could have a. I think it's an F twenty two Raptor. Is a more modern one. But I'm not, I'm not much of an avi- odd, I'm not much of a plane. This is twenty odd years ago, an F something. One, He's one used of the them many like a fighter jets. <laughs> and it's like air support. One of the Sentinels flies him mm. into thing, and dro- so he flies him to the ancient ancestral home of the Hand. Oh, and man. together, the, like there's this. It looks uh, it's, it's an art, uh, like a full arm, um, not like an army where you go <gasps> thirty five people an army, a full army of hundreds, hundreds of Hand warriors and ninjas. And Wolverine and this Sentinel just just descend, and it's just. Yeah, the Sentinel gets destroyed, and it's just Wolverine on his own, hacking and slashing and hacking and slashing through all of these ninjas. And eventually he kills his way to the very center, the very heart of this temple. He climbs inside the temple, mm. and he meets like the inner circle of the hand, the ninja masters, the Jonin that have claimed to be thousands and thousands of years old. Logan and, and Wol- the Jonin. <laughs> and Wolverine offers him a deal. He's like, Hand, bring Gorgon out and hand Gorgon over to me. And all I'll do is burn this place to the ground. And uh, they're like, Gorgon has left us now. Mm. Gorgon is supreme leader of the of Hydra. And um, he's no longer the high priest of the hand. Goes, but think, we think you'll know our new high priest. And out comes Electra. Dark black pools instead of eyes. 
psychotic smile on her face, draws her side blades, and they fight. But at a crucial moment in the fight, Electra turns and executes the ancient ninja masters. Ooh. And Logan joins her, and they start stabbing and slicing their way through every hand ninja in the place until they have wiped out the entirety <laughs> of the hand. Okay, so she switched sides again and joined Wolverine. She revealed that she's been she was killed and resurrected. That was her plan all along. Oh, it's she's, not one of those plans. My plan was to always get caught all yes. along. Yeah. She's been undercover. Yeah. Um because Electra had already died in the past and been resurrected by the hand and brainwashed by them, she says she's she's almost immune to the spiritual, mystical stuff they try and pull to warp your soul. Hmm. She says, my soul is mine and has been since that day. No one can twist it. And Wolverine says, you blew up a helicarrier and killed 200 shield agents. And Electra simply says, I was deep undercover. And that's that's the end of that. <laughs> deep undercover, how deep? Not telling. Just deep. Ruddy, but it's, bloody it, it, deep. It, it is part of that. Fury has some of this. There's an element of to get rid of the hand altogether, sacrifices, yeah, may have to be made. Um, and Electra reveals that because of what she went through, she was part of the very inner circle of all this evil. She knows all the Hydra locations, including mm. Gorgon's safe house. So Wolverine and Electra destroyed the hand completely. Um, they've not just murdered every single ninja, they've wiped out the ancient masters that built the order. Amazing. There is no more hand in the Marvel Universe. They are dead. Not they a, are gone. Not a finger among them. No. <laughs> they go back to S.H.I.E.L.D. and amass this big army. They coordinate this mul- this army of S.H.I.E.L.D. agents and, 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 and stuff on multiple fronts. They all get kitted out with high-tech mm. fighting gear and they go off to destroy all of HYDRA in a series of coordinated stripes all across the world. Amazing. Because for the first time ever, they now know all of the Hydra locations. Amazing. We see Gorgon and Elspeth relaxing in the lap of luxury in their Manhattan apartment when the news reports come in hmm. from all across the globe. Every Hydra base being attacked simultaneously. Before they can even react to what's happening... Wolverine and Electra fire a bazooka into the apartment, blow it up in a huge apartment that kills everyone except for Gorgon. <laughs> Elspeth von Strucker has been burned to death. 175 years, I think that's good innings. Good innings. <laughs> good, good innings indeed. So, Gorgon, how are they going to stop Gorgon? He's too powerful. And he knows every move they're going to make. I have a feeling there's going to be a desolate, terraformed wasteland and Gorgon will be the only one left standing. Wolverine and Electra have some high-tech shield gear, mm. which gives them some of the teleportation stuff that Hydra had and mm-hmm. have, but also psionic shielding to mask their thoughts. Ah, uh, there it is. There it is. Because that's the only way he can knows what you're about to do by reading the surface-level thoughts. It's two on one, but Gorgon is so fast and deadly that he still has the upper hand. And he manages in the battle, without knowing it, to destroy Electra's psi shielding. He takes Electra down, 
uh, Wolverine's still going, but as he takes Electra down, he's able to read her surface thoughts and learns where Nick Fury is being kept. So Nick Fury was um, very, very badly injured in the helicarrier mm. stuff, and he nearly died. He's actually had to have his organs replaced to stay alive. Um, and all of his teeth as well, we learn later. So that becomes Gorgon's new mission to strike back by killing Nick Fury. So he initiates his Hydra teleportation, teleports away, leaving Wolverine in the dust. Mm. Um, Logan tries to go after him, but has very limited teleportation. The nice thing about the teleportation in this series is that it's always dodgy. It's never perfect. Mm. Um, so it's always like, teleport out of there. And you're like, oh, I moved six feet. God damn it, I'm still here. <laughs> you do one big trick. You get like 15. In- I think it's like each pack, you get 15 teleportations, but only one big one. Only one Something big like that. one, yeah. So okay. Logan tries to go after Gorgon, but he's trying to cover a very big distance in small bursts. Like mm. teleporting like there, and then he's got there, and he's got to go there. And it's a race against the clock because we see Gorgon has immediately appeared in the infirmary where S.H.I.E.L.D. is receiving care. Where Fury is receiving care from S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, Gorgon whips his glasses off, turns all the guards and S.H.I.E.L.D. agents to stone so he doesn't even have to fight them. And then just kicks them over. And then glasses back on to go and face Fury because he doesn't want... He wants to slice Nick Fury open and gut him. What, get those new organs back? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that decision comes back to haunt him because because he takes that extra moment of time, Wolverine is able to teleport into the infirmary, dives at Gorgon, they both go crashing out the hospital window and, and down onto the rooftops below. Bloody hell. So Wolverine couldn't beat this guy when he had the high-tech gear and Electra. Like, how is he going to beat him one-on-one? It doesn't look good, Will. No, it doesn't. Um, it looks bloody awful. He tries to be the better fighter. Mm. And that just absolutely fails. He, he can't come up with a plan of attack or a move or a strike that the Gorgon doesn't see coming. Mm. And Wolverine is getting pummeled and sliced and stabbed. And finally, Gorgon impales him with his sword through the lungs and Logan's internal monologue tells us that he can't breathe and he's he, he hasn't got any strength left he can barely lift his arm so it's not going to be long before he just completely blacks out and mm. then that's the end for him and Gorgon says that he, he knows stabbing Wolverine won't kill him, won't kill the famous Wolverine he knows the healing factor um, it will just repair any wound so he's just stabbing him to keep him in place to get all the fight from him, he's going to take his glasses off, turn Wolverine to stone, something that no healing factor can repair. Wolverine weakly raises his arm as the glasses are about to come off. He's got no strength left, but as Gorgon takes the glasses off to look Wolverine in the eye, Logan pops his beautiful, bright, shiny, reflective claws oh. right in front of his face. The Adamantium creates a perfect reflection, forcing Gorgon to look at himself for the first time in his life since he was like 13. He looks himself in the eyes, and in that instant, he turns himself to stone. And as soon as Gorgon turns to stone, 
Wolverine smashes that statue to pieces, ending the reign of terror. I, you're gonna hate me for asking this. Why did they do anything involving mirrors earlier? Was was that ever explained? There's, they had absolutely no idea. Wolverine, it says he says, "I have no idea if this is gonna work." Right. Okay. That makes no sense. one has any idea if this is gonna work. Yeah, because no one's. Well, you don't want to go up to Gorgon and go, "Hey, this might work. It no. might not." You want to be sure it's gonna work with Gorgon. And he doesn't go around with his glasses off all the time. Yeah, you can't. It's not like so in the in the classic story, Medusa mm. is isn't wearing a pair of sunglasses to go about a normal life. She's in a cave. So Gorgon waits until he wants to turn you to stone. Yeah. takes the glasses off. So it'd be, I imagine, it'd be a difficult thing to do. But it is, it is built up to be this this hail mary. He's about to die. He's got <laughs> nothing else to do. I like that. I like that. So he's now he's dead. And Hydra and the Hand have been destroyed. Uh, Wolverine goes back to being... I don't want to say good guy, because let's face it, it's Wolverine. The anti-hero. He, he, he is a good guy. No, he's, yeah. a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a messy man. Yeah, well, Wolverine's still very haunted. So Fury says that even with um, Baron Strucker dead and the financial backer dead, Elspeth, he doubts Hydra will stay gone for very long. Mm. As in dead, motto is... Cut off one head yeah, and two more. Two more replaced. Just like a kraken. Um, Electra, <laughs> Electra vanishes, vanished after the last fight with Gorgon. Mm. And Fury now has reports that Electra has restarted the hand in Europe, mm. turning it into like her own personal private militia. Okay. And he goes, That's something we're going to have to keep an eye on. Um, Fury lies to the X-Men about North Star. He doesn't reveal to them that that, that 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 he's been resurrected by the Hand because they have been unable to get rid of the brainwashing in, in North Star's mind. And the Doctor speculates that perhaps the trauma of being murdered by his old friend is making it so that he can't lose the brainwashing. Like, maybe he doesn't want to lose the brainwashing, whereas Wolverine did. Mm. So they have lied to the X-Men and lied to North Star's family, and they are keeping him in under shield, lock, and key. And Wolverine doesn't... He goes missing for, like, three or four months. Fury tracks a trail of bodies from New Jersey to Japan. Underworld Ooh. figures... Crime lords, anyone with any connection to the hand. 1,800 deaths in total. Wolverine is murdering his way across the world, and Fury says he thinks Wolverine is searching for something, but he doesn't know what. And the story ends with this sort of silent scene of Wolverine stood on a hillside in Japan over a freshly dug grave with the grieving Ichiro Yoshida and his wife stood beside him there we go the Wolverine high octane blockbuster action movie that is enemy of the state slash agent of shield your I mean I want to ask for your favorite parts of the story in a minute but just your thoughts and reflections on this uh, blockbuster will I thought it was suitably over the top but as you say very Mark Miller it's it's almost taking 
ev- everything that seems almost sacrosanct with Marvel and going, right, we're tearing that apart, we're tearing that apart, we're going to kill off most of Hydra, we're going to do this, do that. Yeah. It does seem very canon-breaking almost. Not, well, not canon, but you know, co- like, the, like and, and whoever follows that is going to have to immediately do some writing to sort things out. Shatters the status quo, which is That's what it, a lot yeah. of what a lot of good Marvel writers do do. Yeah. The status quo should be changed as long as you don't kind of lose who the characters are. Exactly. Um, that is a very that is a very good cool thing to do. Um, Electra would go on to lead Hydra uh, or her new version of Hydra right the way up to Secret Invasion. So, um, or right the way up, it was only like four years, I suppose, but it's still an ongoing thing. Yeah. When was this um, uh, story out again? When was this done? Two thousand four. Four, 2003 or four, I think. Yeah, okay, yeah. that makes sense. Um, yeah. Um, your favourite parts of the story, then? Oh, uh, I just like the little clever moments. The little clever moments, like the like what? Yeah, reflection of Gorgon. Mm. And uh, the claws. The, using using uh, Sentinels as your own personal airstrike was inspired F1 fighter jet yeah 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 <laughs> I, I i like those little twists because there were a lot of bits where i was like yeah that sounds like a typical action moment thing to do but there's mm. just a little things because because you have so much to work with in not just the x-men universe but indeed the marvel universe so it they, they it felt like mark miller managed to use it in just the right amount in a way that makes your head turn if that mm. makes sense like oh bloody hell what's he doing there and what did you think about Gorgon as a as a villain, as a new top villain? I don't know. I don't feel I think feel like I got a true flavour of him. He just sounds like someone who's incredibly calm yourself, overpowered. But he just he just he just feels like, oh, he's basically this, he's basically that. And I'm like, eh, that, what does I mean, that mean? He's basically this, he's basically he's, that. He's basically the worse than this. He's more powerful than that. He's a he's a human hyperbole. But to the to, but to the point I made at the top, to make Wolverine feel like an underdog, you have to have someone more powerful than Wolverine, and Wolverine's very powerful. Oh, absolutely, I agree with that. But I don't know. I just get, I, I like a bit of personality and nuance on there. Of course, you get you get a little bit of that with the, with his like his artistic side and his and his stone uh, ability. Yeah, sort of. That's only really like background. They only kind of mention, and he was an artist. Yeah, I read. I did read a review of this that said the only real bit of personality you get to see is that he, he loves to shag a grandma. He loves to shag a grandma. <laughs> well, there we go. Enemy of the state put to bed. Another summer blockbuster to close off the end of summer here on uh, Marvel versus Marvel. Next month, September on Patreon. In the main show, we'll be taking. Uh, we'll be going into a deep dive into. Spider-Man Homecoming. So here on Patreon, we'll be taking an extended look at one of the most important Marvel comics in history. The series that saved Spider-Man, the series that maybe saved Marvel. It's the year 2000 reboot of Spider-Man that influenced everything else that came since. We're taking a deep dive into Ultimate Spider-Man. You absolutely cannot miss September right here on Patreon. Thanks for listening and celebrating our third anniversary. For more awesome bonus shows like this, head to patreon.com slash marvel versus marvel. You can support the show, support the community, and get hours and hours and hours of cool bonus shows. (laughs) 